You're listening to a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Enjoy. Something has survived. Will you? You from Kenner. Jurassic Park 3 Spino vs. T-Rex game. The fiercest fight ever. Batteries not included. Imagination. The dinosaurs are on a rampage and only the JP team is tough enough to stop them. It's Jurassic Park the game. All the excitement of the movie, but this time they're after you. But your Matchbox Mercedes traps one. It's happening, but only at Jurassic Park. Batteries not included for Indominus Rex. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. Hello and welcome to the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost. I'm joined with Aaron Beyer here, and we're going to review a lot of the toys that Mattel sent us directly. We have Owen and Baby Blue, Velociraptor Blue, the Imaginext Walking Indoraptor, and this is another bonus item that we had on our own, the Stiggy Moloch. We're going to review that one as well at the end, so stay tuned for that. Aaron, how's it going? Uh, it's going really, really good, man. How are you? Oh, man. I'm doing good. There's a lot of good stuff in this toy line. We've already reviewed so much of it, and we still got a lot more to go through these coming weeks here. And this week, I'm really pumped about these offerings this week. Um, some surprising things here for me, at least. And uh, before we get started, uh, make sure everybody heads to our website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. Find all of our stuff there. We're hosting all these videos, the podcasts, uh, articles, and stuff on all these items. So make sure to check those out. Where should we start here today? Uh, I think we should start with Owen because he's actually really cool. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Owen. All right. Owen and Baby so, Blue. We got Owen and Baby Blue back in the theme of humans and hatchlings. And yes. uh, this one does not disappoint. Oh, no, not at all. I, I did not expect any kind of hatchlings from these, these toy lines here, but uh, this is fantastic. It is so perfect, and it replicates what we've seen in, like, the trailers. Um, and what what was that? That was, like, the initial footage we saw really, like, a long time ago. Now the movie is basically, well, depending on when this comes out, it could be out. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's so crazy to get this toy um replicating that scene in the movie so that's going to be cool yeah um baby blue was one of the first things we saw aside from the giant skull in the museum yeah place. yeah 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 uh you know as we talked about the other day on the podcast was like the blue mask had different striping on each side of the face and this hatchling to the detail does that as well um it's absolutely fantastic definitely reminiscent about you know of what Kenner did back in the day. Um, and the Owen figure is great too with the vest and the, uh, messenger bag. Uh, I'm assuming maybe, uh, some gear or some food. Um, it looks more like a lunchbox kind of messenger bag, uh, <laughs> you know, if anything, but, uh, you know, and, and the Chris Pratt details are, are there. Yeah, man. I mean, this, it, I, I'd have to compare it. I don't have the other toy with me. Um, but I think it looks pretty similar to that one. Um, actually, give me one second. It is right here, actually. Um, so here's the other one. Let's focus in on that one. Uh, if you guys are listening to the podcast version, we do have videos. Uh, they do come out, like, usually, typically a few days after uh, the initial podcast. So this one, yeah, it's the same head. It looks identical um, on both these figures. So that's that's good consistency across the board there. You're not getting something completely different than your other Owen, you know, which is nice because there's a there's a few different Owens in this line, and uh, this is probably my favorite one. 
Yeah, to be really specific for the podcast listeners, this is the Owen that's got like the white uh, Henley shirt on. It's got the tactical vest um, as well as the, like I said, the lunchbox or the sling bag. And he's wearing like blue jeans uh, and some uh, like trekking boots or something like that. And then, yeah, uh, it's also got the knife on the back, which I thought was a crazy weird little accessory to uh, put in there. Um, Okay. Especially since it didn't come connected with him in the box. You know, yeah, this knife is a, a little uh, issue because I didn't even notice it in the packaging until I saw like somebody post a picture online and I was like, oh no, like there's a knife. I got to dig it out of the garbage bag that I had it in and uh, I got it. So luckily it's still there. But you just mentioned that it goes in the back and I'm like, uh, what? Oh, and then there's a hole. You see the hole in the back, but I am having a very difficult time. I cannot get this thing to stick in there. Yeah, it it sticks in his back, kind of oh, like where he I keeps think. it in the Jurassic World, the first one, um, yeah. before he cuts the uh, gas right, line. There we go. Um, I think because of the flexibility of the plastic and the, you know, it just it's it's tough to get it in there, but it does fit. Yeah. Um, I got it again, in there on mine now. So. Okay. Good. Um, again, on this figure, we've got the same articulation as all the other uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom action figures. And again, they did a really nice job hiding the seams uh, with like kind of a wrinkle in the pant leg there. And the seams on the shirt are really nice because the uh, seam is right where the shirt ends and the elbow begins. Man, I am just so surprised by the articulation. I have Owen, his arms are up, and he's doing a complete split. Like, I did not know that the legs went complete split. Um, that's pretty interesting. That's very good for, uh, you know, fitting these figures in vehicles and stuff like that. Maybe not a split, but, um, you know, you could put it in a seated position. You can, you know, put it really any way you want. Straight legs, bent legs, uh, arms out the window, all that kind of good stuff. So that is something that while maybe I do like the... You know, the old Kenner size better. I think that this is better because of the articulation that you can fit it with vehicles and different things like that. I always had a hard time with those bigger figures trying to fit them in vehicles. So I'm glad that you can actually, you know, wedge these things in a little bit easier. Uh, Yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, I never really had issues getting them in the uh, seats necessarily. There would just be some vehicles where the actual, like, like for instance, in the... um, the Kenner Humvee with the characters that would sit on the side chairs. They did always look a little awkward, just legs sticking straight out. That's what I um, mean. You know, from their waist. I think you can get a nice natural look with this. And, uh, you know, let's face it, Chris Pratt, he's just driving around Jurassic world, chilling out with his arm out the window. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like this guy, he looks comfortable in a vehicle. Not, I'm not showing that in any kind of video right now, but, um, the other day we did. And, uh, you know, I, I think yeah, they're comfortable in there, but the, like you said, the old ones were just kind of set in there. Like you just threw it in. It didn't really fit into like any co- cool style or anything. It was just – they were just people in vehicles. Now they're like cruising along. Um, but this is uh, this is an interesting figure. I, I do love the outfit. I like the bag attachment even if it does look a little awkward on him at times. Um, he does have his watch on the wrist facing inwards again. Um, I think we talked about the other Owen the other day, right? Yeah, we talked about the other Owen um, and how yeah, the, it it was pretty to detail as to what we get in the films. Um, yeah, again with the the watch and the wrist. Now most of these parts are probably the same, just painted different colors. But this one does have a uh, a different torso piece and uh, you know just a different paint job overall. Yeah, so this is pretty good, and I think um, my favorite part, like we were talking about before, is the blue. 
I think blue is fantastic as a little hatchling and it's great size compared to the bigger blue and uh, maybe even too small, but I think it's perfect, but um, it's great. So looking at that, we do have the, I do have the big blue here next to it um, in my video. If it would focus, please. There you go. Um, so you can see there it is quite small, but I think that's uh, that's a great size comparison uh, as a baby, you know, something like that. Um, and with with Owen there, I think this all fits really well. It all blends together very well. Um, and then let's take a look at uh, blue while we're at it then. The big uh, Velociraptor blue. Actually, I'm going to pull up the packaging here. Um, so I love uh, – we've talked about the packaging a little bit here and there. I love this packaging. Um, because of the, it has that classic look to it. You know, we all loved the old Kenner uh, toy stuff from Jurassic Park, the packaging and all that. I think this Jurassic World Mattel stuff is like killer, dude. It looks so good in packaging. And it, it's to the point where I almost don't want to take stuff out of packaging. I've got that problem now. Um, but I like to have things out of packaging. So um, I'm doing my best to keep stuff out. But this looks beautiful in here. Yeah, you know, you bring up the packaging and we haven't talked about that yet. Um, I very, I mean, somewhat recently looked into what would it cost to get the original Kenner line all in the package um, so that I could have a set in, in the packaging um, because it was so gorgeous that red and the black and the yellow, it, it all complemented so nicely. And, you know, short story, it was crazy stupid expensive um, because you start getting into like Quetzalcoatlus and Baryonyx and Gallimimus and, and you start talking like – and Carnotaurus and hundreds of dollars to get these things in the boxes. Um, this is the this is the only line since then where I've been like I really want to keep these in the packaging. Um, Mattel was gracious enough to send us a bunch of stuff and it was like, oh, I have to review it all. I have to take it out of the box. Like, <laughs> it's so, it's so nice that volcano and, yeah. and, uh, Blue and Owen, um, the only thing that could have made it better was to have Claire on there. Um, I think she actually would have looked really nice with her red hair and um, yeah, the green jacket yeah. we see her in in the trailer. Um, you know, with Owen and Blue, that would have been super cool. I hope we get a series two that's that's got her included in that artwork. Um, that would be very yeah, nice. Yeah, I love the packaging. I love that the way you know it, it all kind of stacks together and looks really nice. Um, and this blue figure, uh, this action attack blue or action attack pack blue. Uh, is one of the uh, numerous blues that they offer in the line. And while I'm not going to say this one's my favorite, this one's actually really nice. Yeah, you know, I guess it's not my favorite either out of all the blues, but this I, I think this is probably a must-have because it's easy to pick up. Um, some of the other blues, I think one of them is like a story pack. It comes with an Owen. Um, there's, there is actually a, uh, what do you call it, the dino battle damage or whatever it is. Um, that one's really nice. I think that, mm, I don't know. I, I still have to figure out which one's my favorite. But um, just saying that this is not our favorites doesn't mean it's bad in any way. I think it's actually a really great figure. Um, really replicate, replicates blue very well. It has the um, the articulation in the mouth, which is great. And very detailed teeth and tongue. And uh, the legs move, the arms move. I think this thing is fabulous. Uh, yeah, this is actually my second favorite blue, only because okay. of the kind of the dynamic pose that this one is put in. Um, there's really not a nice natural pose this was with this one. It's definitely a very attack mode uh, blue with the with the bent knees, um, you know, kind of 
one further back getting ready to kind of pounce um my favorite is actually the battle damage which i'm sure we'll talk about in the future mm-hmm. um this one does not have uh specially painted claws uh, however um as i want to say the other two do um they have like darker painted uh nails and claws um this one kind of has that same color all throughout uh but it does, like we were talking about detail-wise, it does have the blue stripe on one side going just up to the eye, and then on the other side going through the eye almost into the nose area. So, uh, again, a really cool figure. Uh, I think at the price point, it's the right amount of articulation. I wish there was maybe, you know, the old Kenner figures always kind of had a gimmick where you would squeeze the legs and the head would bob or, uh, you know, uh, push a button and the the jaw would move. Um, all these attack pack figures are very much uh, just kind of you pose them the way you want to pose them, and then and then they're done. Um, but still, a great size figure for the price point and great detail on this one. Yeah, exactly. I think the price point is is pretty uh, you know sellable for all these items because they're very cheap. What were these? These were like seven ninety nine, I think. Um, yeah, I think these have like a seven ninety nine price point. Um, in Canada, they're about ten. Uh, here so you know prices have definitely gone up in toys and to keep them at the price point we're going to lose some of that action uh, that you might have had in the 90s yeah and that's okay i think um you know they separate everything into to basically groups now whether you have um these attack packs that are just like in these attack poses or whatever they're doing um the roar vores are all focused on their movements and roars um you know you have the battle damage ones um so they're they're all individualized so you can kind of pick and choose like we talked about last week with the matchbox you can kind of find your entry level get the items that you want collect all of those items and these attack packs whether it's this blue or any of the other items are are really great i actually really like the attack packs uh yeah we've seen this uh, raptor now i don't have any here um but we've seen this raptor with a few different variant colors um I want to say yes, there's yes, yes. kind of like a there's like a more gray one in one of the classic figure lines over at Target, um, and I want to say there's now one at Kohl's. It's a Kohl's exclusive. It's a, yeah, it's a straight like red one with like a darker red. I think um, back. So that's a very interesting looking one. I think I might have to get that one. But in a few weeks coming, I feel like we're going to be reviewing. Uh, I don't know when specifically, but we're going to be taking a look at a lot of the Raptors. So that'll be an interesting dive into the comparisons between the other ones and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be really cool. Um, but yeah, do you want to move on to the big item this exactly, week? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to move on because this thing is spectacular. I might have to actually move all these items off the desk for the time being because this one's big. Let's see. This is the... Imaginext, which is a company that I actually have not heard of because it's not sold to me. You know, it's not my demographic. But this thing is very awesome, dude. And I, like, did not expect, you know, I did not expect to get what this is. Like, I didn't know it would be so cool, so great. You know, this little kid's toy um, is very, very awesome. Uh, Yeah, this is something that... um I've been getting my nephew uh, some of the Imagine X figures. Uh, I recently just got him the Stiggy Mollick. Uh, he has the old uh, Hasbro equivalent uh, T-Rex uh, that makes the noise. Um, this figure is awesome. I didn't get it 
when I first looked at it in the box, and I have to say, when you're when you're taking this thing out of the box, it takes forever. There's so many. There's like physical like screws that you have to remove to get this thing out of the box. And as I was going through, I was like, oh, okay, like it's it's the Indoraptor. It's really big compared to Owen, um, but and it's got this weird like metal box on the back. I mean, it's plastic, but it's designed to look like metal. It wasn't until I took it out and read the instructions that I got super excited for this figure. I, I literally, like, I read it, and when you open up the instructions, it says, must go faster. Uh, dinosaur chases car. The faster the car goes, the faster dinosaur goes. And I was like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. And then I put two and two together because you can see these little um, sensors. There's one on the neck uh, of the Indoraptor and one on the back of the uh, little four-wheeler. It chases the four-wheeler, man. Yeah, dude. I that is like you said, it's completely unexpected. I um, you know, I took my son to Target and in different stores, and I was just, you know, going around the toy aisles, just, you know, poking around at a lot of these toys in the uh Imagine X section. And, you know, you can sit there and you can press the buttons on the top, you can play with the mouth, you can do all this stuff. But you can't test those items in the store. So I had no idea that that function existed where it chases it. I was like, what is this contraption? Because like you said, this metal, uh, you know, or not, you know, fake metal around the back and this thing on the top and underneath and this like thing that's dragging behind it. I'm like, what is going on with this toy? Um, but it is it is well worth the money. I think in the U.S. this is $60. Um, but this thing will will – Gives you like probably hours and hours worth of uh, playtime in with your kids. Yeah. Now the way that the Imagine X series works is that uh, when you get the human figures uh, or the dinosaurs that come with human figures, the humans act as kind of like a key uh, for the 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 dinosaurs and the movement. So uh, in this particular instance, like Owen's feet plant in the top, and then you can push down on Owen to get kind of a sound effect, uh, or you can use Owen to, and you can turn Owen. And the dinosaur will move on its own. Um, I don't. It's not working on my table right now, um, but you can hear. You can definitely hear the sound effects. Um, I've noticed that the movement on its own is kind of hit or miss as to whether or not it does it, uh, which is a little, which is kind of too bad. Um, once it gets going, it does get going. It goes about two feet on its on its own. But the best part is easily putting Owen on this uh, four wheeler and sending him across the floor, and the Indoraptor chases him. Yeah, man. I, I'm going to give it a little go here. Um, now, this is something that I have been testing out with my son. Like I, I talk about every episode, basically. He's uh, just about 10 months now, and he is in love with this thing. And yes, it's rated for a little bit older than him, but you know, as long as I take away the small piece and watch him as he's playing with it, make sure nothing is, you know, there's nothing small on this item that I think will break off and be a choking hazard. There doesn't seem to be anything. The only thing would be the little Owen figure, which is small, but I don't think it's really a choking hazard of any sort, but maybe like, I don't know, maybe if you were to break off pieces of the ATV or something like that, but we love this toy. We've been playing with it. We've been rolling it around the house and you know, he is just shocked and, and, you know, in awe of this thing as it's rolling down the kitchen floor or wherever it's going. So I'm going to try to do it, see how much room I have here. Um, this might not work on the, the desk, but we're going to find out. So 
I'm gonna roll. Well, if it doesn't work, we'll be we'll for sure get some B roll as well. For sure, sure. I just want to test it out on the fly here, so it might be a little loud on the podcast, but uh, it's gonna be worth it. So here he goes. <laughs> no, oh, crashed into my computer, but it's all good. Um, that is perfect. That is such an awesome thing to have for your little kids. I think this is amazing, and I love it. I think it's gonna be great for us. Oh, it's so good. And this, like you said, you know, you can you can actually push this thing, and it goes. It really moves, and it goes far too. You know, it actually, uh, depending on how far you throw that thing, you could throw it real short, or you know, push it really far, and it'll actually move. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got mine to go. I want to say at least. 10 maybe 15 feet um but i mean even like you said as far as like the quality of this toy this toy is gorgeous um it's got that nice matte black color it's got this red racing stripe along the side um kind of reminiscent of the old carnotaurus action figure um all these imagine x figures have kind of a distinctive look uh to them like a stylized look and this one is no different it's got these uh gorgeous glass eyes uh that have a lot of depth from the outside of the eye in towards the pupil uh owen looks like owen you know there in his tactical vest and uh you know jeans and the atv is also really really cool um there is like a ramp on the back of this figure which i find to be kind of weird but uh you know i think i think it more or less in the instruction says you know this is good for storage yeah you know yeah whatever about the ramp it's it's okay i just don't understand the packaging of it like it's it's just a weird item to have this little ramp on the back but for storage, like you said, it is, I guess, good for that. And, um, yeah, it's just, I guess, to kind of cover up all the mechanics of this product because it certainly needs a lot to get all this to work because it's working off of sensors. It's got mechanics in here to propel it, batteries, all that good stuff inside there. So it definitely needs something to kind of hide all these me- uh, mechanisms, I'm assuming. Um, some things I love about this, uh, yeah, well, this is the Indoraptor. From what we've seen in, in the the other products and stuff like that and the promotional materials is is it has uh, like a yellowish gold stripe. So this one, like you mentioned, has this red stripe or, or, or like a, a rust-colored stripe on there. Um, so that's interesting, different take on it. But I do love this face. Um, you had pointed out specifically like the eyeball, how, how much depth it has is really awesome. Uh, it is like like basically like a marble in there w- uh, with uh, you know the eyeball inside. Um, this also this is very interesting. This giant like sickle claw thing is huge, man, on the toe. It's it's awesome. I really love it. Um, it's monstrous, and like yeah. the hands have this really big grip to like hold human figures. Um, that's also really cool. I just picture this guy like you know chasing after uh, Owen on the uh, on the ATV while while. While carrying off another like poor victim, uh, you know maybe uh, maybe another Owen from the Stiggy Mollick set or Claire from the Gyrosphere uh, set. Yeah. This is a really really cool toy. Like if I was a, if I was a little kid, this would be the one like on my on my uh, wish list. Yeah, you know, it, like I said, it's sixty dollars, which kind of seems steep initially when you're looking at the packaging and all that. But this this is a great, really great offering, and I think you'll get a lot of use out of it. Um, I want to test out these functions because uh, you mentioned one that I wasn't even sure of. So you can press down with Owen like I'm doing here. The thing roars. You said if you turn it. I'm, I'm not getting a turn function here. I see earlier today I wasn't getting it, and then all of a sudden it – it like if you just twist the, like twist the red uh-huh. – um, 
it should go on its own. Now, I don't know if it's because there's so much stuff on my desk that it's hindering it from moving forward. Um, that might be the case. Oh, okay. Um, but once I, was... I had it in the open on the floor downstairs in my main room, it moves about two feet on its own. Okay, yeah. See, I, I didn't know. I was pushing down and trying to turn. So don't push down and turn. So just turn it, and it will move um, on its own. Whoop, there it goes. Bye-bye. Don't fall off the desk. All right, yeah, it doesn't go too, too far with that mode. Um, but this thing, dude, so good. So good. And all the sound effects are fantastic. Um, the, the action is great with the mouth. Let's just take a listen here for a second. So yeah, there's definitely quite a few different uh, roar options, crunches, and all kinds of nasty stuff going on there. Um, this thing's fantastic. Mattel has really outdone themselves with the sound effects on all of the dinosaurs that make noise. Um, even on the roar of wars, the speakers are huge for you know twenty dollar price point toys. Um, all the roar of wars are loud. This one is really loud. Um, I'm yeah. excited to see what else you know comes in the future for this line. I hope this is I hope this is a line that they continue to expand um, in the, you know the next couple of years. Yeah, you said this is very loud. There is a function to turn it down just a tad. There's like two settings, so you have like right. You know, yeah, there's two semi loud like, and then louder. Yeah, settings. Yeah, which it might be necessary. The other day we were playing and I was like, oh, it's a little quiet. I wonder what's going on. And I flipped it over. It has another setting. So I'm like, all right, I'm turning this baby up. Let's go to 10. Um, so, it, yeah, it's pretty awesome. And uh, like I said, we've been really, really enjoying this one. Not just some made up, you know, they sent this to us. So I got to say it's really good. But this is really, really good. I love this thing. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to take this one uh, to my family's house and see what my nephew thinks of it. Um, I think he's going to have a blast. Yeah, yeah, definitely do it. Well worth the the price point. Let's move on here to our final item. And this one, uh, you had picked this one out, um, the Stiggy Moloch. Yeah, this is our bonus item for the week. Uh, this is the uh, Battle Damage Stiggy Moloch. And unfortunately, I think in the States, Battle Damage, uh, in Canada as well, Battle Damage is uh, exclusive to Walmart. So if you don't have a Walmart in your area, you might be out of luck. Uh, I mean, the internet exists, right? So you can order it off their website. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is an awesome figure. Um, it is the best version, I think, of any uh, ram head dinosaur uh, that we've had. Um dating all the way back to the original series two uh, pachycephalosaur from Kenner. Um, the detail on this figure is absolutely awesome. Uh, it does have like kind of this battle damage uh, sliding uh, effect where you can see like muscle, muscle tissue uh, inside. It looks just like the Stiggy Moloch and all the promotional uh, stuff for Jurassic World. Um, this is one that I want multiples of. I think so far I have three and I'm trying to get more uh but yeah this is a great figure what do you think dude like again i've said this with a few items so far that as soon as i saw that item i'm like i need that one and to be honest i'll say that i had no idea about this dinosaur i did not know that it existed prior to seeing the promotional stuff and these toys and then i saw it i'm like wow this thing is actually really really interesting you know because i always loved the pachycephalosaurus i thought that was a really uh, interesting creation and uh, not creation, but a real, real being, you know, I thought it was really awesome that that thing existed. And then you take it a step farther 
change it up just a tad and you put all these giant spikes out the side of uh, in the back of its uh, head and definitely that dome shape on the top this thing is is such a really cool dinosaur that is now one of my favorites yeah um i want to say sticky Molik in the jurassic franchise first made its appearance maybe in operation genesis it might have been in the lost world novel uh I, those might have been pachycephalosaurus um i don't remember but, yeah i'm i'm fuzzy on the lost world novel at this point so maybe i, I don't remember but uh yeah. i'm fuzzy i know pachycephalosaurus was in there but i sticky Molik might have been in there as well i can't really remember um but yeah I, I know for sure that it's in Operation Genesis. Um, this, this, cr- the crowns of horns on the back of a domed head that you know was designed to just ram through uh, or you know fight with other uh, Stiggy Mollocks. Um, it's got the articulation in the arms, so you can go backwards and forwards and side to side. Uh, it's got the scan uh, function for the app. Um, a really nice natural pose, beautiful details on the back as far as like the striping is concerned. And this character has, I want to say, at least four or five different uh, color paint on it. Um, really nice detail in the eyes. Uh, it's actually got, you know, a, it's got detail in the actual eyeball, which is which is crazy for something so small. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a good look here. I don't see too too much detail on mine. Uh, maybe it's had uh, two different colors or so. It's hard to tell. It sort of just looks mostly black. But you're right, though. The the amount of coloring on this thing is fantastic. It has um, like a light tan underneath on the belly all the way up through the face and the tail. Um, then it has the brownish and then darker brown striping and stuff all over it. Um, and then that dome white head. And then, you know, even the spikes are gray. Like... So uh, even the toenails are, are painted on this, just not – there's no fingernails. I don't know what's going on with this thing on the hands. It, it's another dinosaur that, that they've made with like legit like human-looking hands. So that always freaks me out. But <laughs> maybe it's real life. Maybe that's what it looked like. I don't know. But um, interesting articulation. They go all the way out to the side. Um, I don't know what – use that would be but it is nice to at least be able to do different things with this one well it's got the you know it's again it's got the x articulation and legs not too much they don't come out too far uh so they, you know it's easier to stand this figure up because of the nice natural pose and the ability to rotate its head not only side to side but up and down you can get four or five of these and each one of them can have an individual look uh, depending on how you want to pose um, yeah, man. You know, all the different limbs. It's a fantastic action figure, and I love having it in my collection. I've got it in this pose right now, which is like, you know, haunched up really high. I had not done that before, and it is actually fantastic. Like like you said, I think I actually might need to have more than one of these um, and put them in different positions because you can get like a nice little ecosystem of them playing around or messing around, doing their headbutting. Uh, you know, what, are, what what would that be for? I guess to just show off or to to mate with other dinosaurs, or I don't know what it is, but it's very interesting. Whatever this this dinosaur is, it has this. Um, you know, brutal look to it where, you know, you had mentioned, you know, doing getting in the fights and stuff, but it also is just a very cute dinosaur. It's kind of like double-edged sword there. It, it looks nasty in a way, like it could hurt you, but also very, very cute. 
yeah, this looks exactly like, you know, I know it's a lot bigger than the compies, but it's the same thing. It's it's very cute to look at, but I mean, you never know when you're in a room with it, like what might go wrong. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on the uh, the battle damage on these figures or this one specifically? Um, All the battle damage on these figures, I have to say, I love it. Um, okay. I don't necessarily love the little knob that keeps it, you know, that you would use to like push it down and bring it out. Yeah. But what I love about it is... Um, you're not going to lose this piece. This piece isn't going anywhere. You're not going to have to look on eBay in 20 years to try to hunt down a $50 piece of plastic uh, to to fill, you know, the this this hole that bring that shows this muscle. It's all built in. It's all there. Um, I'm totally on board for this. Yeah, you know, I am too. I I don't necessarily love it. But I'm definitely on board with not losing those pieces. Um, and I sort of mentioned it maybe with uh, Owen before, like that that knife is just going to disappear. Maybe even Baby Blue, if you know, if I keep good tabs on it. But like this thing here will not go anywhere. It's stuck in there, and it's very easy. You just tap on it, and you don't have to do anything. You don't have to like pull down. You just just tap it, and it and it goes down, and then you pick it back up, and it easily sets back into place. Um, obviously you can see it's still there. It's not like hiding or anything like that. Some of the old, you know, battle, battle damage, like plugs, you could plug it up and it kind of looked seamless in a way, but this not so much, but that's okay. I think it's fine. No, they don't look as seamless as maybe the Kenner ones could have looked, um, back in the day, but compared to the Hasbro stuff, when all we got was permanent battle damage in random places that had (laughs) no design to them whatsoever, uh, this I will take this as a win. Um, apparently, battle damage is something that we're never going to get away from in the Jurassic franchise. Uh, so if I have to have it, this is how I want it. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess I would say that I'm not a huge fan of the damage in the first place. You know, I just think like I want my my dinosaurs to be whole, and if they're going to get eaten, they're going to get eaten and then just thrown off to the side. I don't need to pretend like they just you know got into some big fight and now have a, a chunk of their skin out. Um, it's a nice feature, I guess, but I just, I've never been a huge fan of it, but if you're going to have it, I would like to have it like this, I guess, where, you know, you don't lose that piece. Cause I've, I've lost all of mine. Yeah. Even like, you know, when I was seven or eight, I didn't think it was all that cool. Um, you know, as an adult, I find it really annoying, but even as a kid, I was just like, yeah, when a dinosaur gets in a fight, you don't get this nice, perfect hole. So why bother? even putting it in the toy. And that was my logic even back when I was like seven or eight, you know? So again, we're not escaping it. Um, Apparently focus groups, you know, test and battle damage is a big seller. So uh, as long as that keeps happening, we're going to get it. But like I said, if we're going to get it, this is how I want it done. For sure. I I really like this item. Um, I am very interested in this dinosaur as a whole. I think it's fantastic. And it's very cute. One of my favorites. And I can't wait to see how this plays out as a toy. Um, With, uh, you know, because I don't know what's coming next. If there are other models, I'm not really too sure about that. Um, There's nothing else that I've seen, right? I think there's an attack pack version, like with the series two stuff that I don't even know if we're guaranteed to get series two stuff. Um, I'm assuming it all depends on how well this first series goes, but Mattel, like I said, is aggressively pursuing this franchise and they're doing a really great job. I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm excited to see what comes next. And I hope that this thing is prominently featured in the toy line. I think it, uh, makes a great toy and I would love to see even higher end versions of it, even though this is, 
you know, fairly good for, you know, uh, a small dinosaur, very cheap. What are they like uh, 11 to $14, somewhere in that range? Yeah, they're about that range. I want to say in Canada, they're about 16. Um, the Sticky Molik is is getting to be a little difficult to find. Um, and when you find them like on Amazon from third party sellers, they're they're you know racking up the price specifically i think because it is a walmart exclusive um unfortunately walmart i think got the between the attack packs and the battle damage i think the attack packs are a little bit better and that reflects in the price um it's just unfortunate that walmart got the exclusive rights to that yeah yeah uh that's you know i guess you can't get away from stuff like that it happens but um I luckily picked it up. I'm so glad I did. It was one of those ones I'm like, I'm not leaving this on the shelf. So if you see this out there, pick it up. It's pretty great. But that uh, concludes our review of these four items, and I'm pretty happy with all four of them. Um, yeah, and I can't wait to see what we, review, what we uh, have uh, on the tabs for reviewing next. Um, surely some good stuff uh, in, on the list. Uh, yeah, and again, we just want to thank Mattel for sending us some of the items we feature here on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. We couldn't have done it without you. For sure. And if you want to find out more from these items, all the other items we've reviewed, we have our videos and the podcast versions, um, go to JurassicParkPodcast.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod, on Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast. We're also on Facebook. We do a little less over there. Um, definitely go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, download the podcast subscribe do all that stuff review tell your friends about that link specifically um the more you review the more you tell people the better uh that the podcast is seen across the fandom and stuff like that we want more of the jurassic park fans to see this so they can hear and enjoy along with us with these toys and everything else uh we also do have uh the podcast on google play so make sure to find it on there and uh yeah on here on youtube subscribe like share do all that stuff push the notification button to make sure to find all our videos and everything and guys thank you very much for watching and enjoy make sure to visit jurassicparkpodcast.com to find all our past episodes brand new news articles information on how to contact us and much more it's a great source for everything related to the podcast and, of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that?